is some of the stinkiest bs i have smelt in a long time man hi this is kalyan sivasailam you are listening to insights about your insights retina ai and all the jazz around it what is really happening with retina ai i think i have now hit the 100 number a 100 people have now sent me well wishers friends you know maybe not so well wishers uh, they've all sent me forwards of how the ct and the mri scan are dead because google retina ai can now predict cardiovascular disease and i think that first of all i think it's a pretty cool technology and there's a lot to there's a lot to unpack about what retina ai by google really does and it starts with understanding the graph of blood pressure right so look somewhat like a sine wave uh, a, a big triangle and then uh, you know going up a big triangle coming down and then there's this interesting little bit where because of a kind of reaction of the blood vessel there's a little bit of a a third wave it's a small baby wave a positive wave right and a good systole diastole and this third wave forms what we call healthy blood pressure now a bunch of things happen right if you have diabetes or if you have hypertension what happens is that you get plaque around your vessels and this reduces your main what is called the main arterial pressure map main arterial pressure and because of that your third little bit of the waveform that i spoke to you about the little baby one starts diminishing and this is a problem this is a significant indicator of heart disease and so the best way that we know today is to actually look directly at these vessels using what's called an angiogram but basically in an angiogram you look directly at the vessels using technology but that but it is always secondary to looking directly at a vessel right imagine if you could open somebody up and just look directly at a vessel that is better than an angiogram and it turns out there is one part of the body in which you can directly look at the vessels that are directly being affected and that incidentally is your eye and so in the eye you can actually see the naked vessels or the naked arterioles directly and so what retina ai does is it looks at it takes a photo of your retina um, and then using that image it kind of figures out the state of your of your vessels and your arterioles and determines your potential risk of cardiovascular disease and so this is how it predicts cardiovascular disease to some extent so i would say it's a really good risk stratification and a prognostic tool it is not a diagnostic tool though the science as i just mentioned to you is reasonably solid so i think that it can help but by no means is it going to replace you know ct mri and any kind of diagnostic tool it is at best one more input for people uh, in their understanding of risk stratification for cardiac disease and by the way there are many better ones so that kind of takes care of all cardiovascular events but if you ask me there are about 100 ways to die what about non cardiovascular events what does it do i mean if if you have um a bowel perfusion or if you have acute uh an acute lung issue uh yeah this is not going to help you in any way right obviously you know cardiovascular diseases are now 
uh, even according to the WHO, the leading cause of, of death in many countries, especially in India. Um, and but you know, if for many many other ways to die, like you said, uh, this is absolutely useless. And diagnostic or rather prognostic tools exist in CT and MRI, even in many blood uh, tests as well to help you understand those risks and and protect yourselves against them. So the gold standard, however, is still a coronary CT, right? Uh, where you can actually measure calcium scoring. Uh, and so I think that this is um, this is interesting. It's not even the gold standard in, in, in understanding heart risk. So does that mean that all the claims about AI making CTA and MRI obsolete is actually BS or is there any value to that claim? Okay, um, mark my words, this CTA and MRI business will become completely obsolete when everybody becomes 100% healthy all the time ever. The very notion that Google's Retina AI is going to do away with CT and MRI is, is some of the stinkiest BS I have smelt in a long time, man. If you heard the talk fully, Sundar himself never once said that this could replace it. Fair enough. And I know how big of an AI and tech enthusiast you are. So let me ask you this. How should the radiology world or the radiologists feel about this? Is AI actually out there to take their jobs? Absolutely not. I think that their, their importance and especially their importance in clinical excellence will rise. I think that AI will come to a stage not far and I think that's already happening and we are seeing it on our own platform where AI is able to do the work of a well-trained resident radiologist. Radiologists who practice deep levels of clinical excellence are only going to be valued higher because there are there are always going to be so many things that radiology cannot that ai in radiology cannot catch um, and there are many deeply nuanced subjective yet extremely important decisions on complex cases that radiologists themselves will always have to take a call on and i think that's where that's where their expertise that's where their excellence that's where I would say some of the genius lies and that's I think that's going to be treasured further. One thing I do come to understand is that there is a lot of these bigger but not so urgent uh, updates in technology like the Google's Arena AI for instance that is overpowering the potential of some really well doing uh, Indian AI companies but not so well known companies. So what is uh, what do you believe is the way forward for these um, AI players who are really making a lot of difference in the healthcare world today while they are somewhat being overpowered by the bigger uh, faffier shadow right now. I think that Indian AI startups are working on some phenomenally interesting problems um, and India at the moment is this perfect regulatory environment for honest, ethical, technologically advanced and ambitious healthcare AI companies, right? Because as long as we follow certain laws and hold it up in technology, in process, and in spirit, we have access to incredible amounts of data that allows us to build significantly better models than our uh, Western or Eastern counterparts. And I think that that's what makes this so exciting. I have already seen Indian startups build fantastic algorithms around reading ECGs, detecting kidney stones in uh, KUB CT scans. 
and even doing you know dementia multiple sclerosis uh, parkinsons and doing detection of those diseases on complex mri studies as well and i think that that is just fascinating it is exciting it allows us to show our technical talents married with the fact that we have access to so much data and i think that you know the discussion has always been around us or china in in ai right is it us or is it china i think i want to put my hat in the ring and say hey i think it's india and i truly believe that i've seen the kind of stuff that we have been able to build that our peers have been able to build and uh, it is absolutely out there with the best in the world trained on much more data and a much and a much larger variety of data and so there is extremely exciting stuff happening in india and uh, you know i think it's it's at the moment sad that india is the disease capital of the world to a large extent with the most populous country we are the disease capital of the world and maybe one good outcome of that is going to be that we are going to be the ai capital in medicine for the world as well because we've seen so many diseases we're able to react to these diseases and now we can potentially build technology to provide excellent prognosis as well because the future is being built from india thank you kajal this has been wonderful and thank you all for listening to this episode of insights about your insights with kajal sarsala Hi this is Kalyan Sivasailam you're listening to insights about your insight